0: Remember when you were a kid and you'd tag along with the family, trip to the store, and you wanted to check out the toys, you wanted to go right for the toy aisle. And mom and dad were like, nope, we're heading to the socks and the underwear. Good morning to you. Good Monday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Steelers. Comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into hockey and/or baseball, I also offer daily shots of Penguins and Pirates, where you found this. Omar Khan just might have dropped a hint in his meeting with reporters at the NFL Scouting Combine in Indianapolis over the past week when he was asked about the importance of the trenches, the offensive and the defensive lines, and he answered this way. Yeah, um, you know, you look at you guys look at a Steeler history. That's always been uh, a big part of the uh, of uh, our uh, our winning teams has always been the uh, the, the O line and the D line and the big guys. And uh, I think in Philadelphia. I can't speak for uh, Philadelphia, but I think that was a big part of theirs also. He didn't need to do that, my friends. He didn't need to show any cards or the backs of any cards. He didn't need to answer that in any fashion. He could have just said, of course they're important. Of course they matter. Of course we'd love to have more of that. But he didn't have to get into the franchise history. He didn't have to get into how they've done things over the years and building up contenders. He went that extra mile with that. These are the kinds of little things that you look for, you listen for. Whenever Anybody related to any NFL team speaks about the draft. You're looking for crumbs, and sometimes you get the whole loaf of bread. Let me ask you a question. Before each of the past two drafts, did you know who they were going to take? Not the person, but what position? Did you know? Did you know it was going to be a running back? And then after that, did you know it was going to be a quarterback? You kind of did, didn't you? There wasn't anybody after Either of these two drafts who said, oh, yeah, I called that. Woohoo, look at me. Because all they did was glow over Najee Harris, and all they did was pay special attention to every quarterback in the class last year to the point that we thought, a lot of us thought, Malik Willis was going to come here as a first-rounder. Kenny Falls, they get their guy no upsets, no surprises. Plenty of indication beforehand on both counts. What can you expect at Point Park University in downtown Pittsburgh? Respect, rigor, relevance. That's the Point Park pledge. You'll be treated with respect while being challenged and supported academically to graduate with career-ready relevant skills. Visit pointpark.edu to learn more. Now add on top of that Add on top of Khan's assessment, the fact, and I do mean fact, that the Steelers put forth a lot of their time, a lot of their eyeballs on location, and also a lot of their interviews into offensive and defensive lines. I would argue that more of that's been on the defensive line than on offensive, but I I can go either way with this. So I I really don't care which of the two it is, but I'm starting to care a little bit more that it does end up being one of those two instead of the toys. Joey Porter Jr. would be a really neat pick, can do a lot of things, obviously, as I went over in a show last week, is a known entity meaning off the field to the Steelers. They don't need to do all kinds of wonderlick tests and everything else. Jordan Addison, another known entity, also fits very much in the toy department category. You don't need another wide receiver, but wide receivers are a lot more fun. And wide receivers allow you to think in the moment that you're acquiring someone with a higher ceiling Because you can envision the splash. You can envision, uh, let's say, by hooking up Addison and Kenny again, that you're now going to be more effective in the red zone. You're going to have more splash. You're going to have more balance to the offense. And you'll have that final missing piece and whatever else. You can sell yourself. I did it last week. You actually heard me play it out on one episode about Porter. I could probably, if I gave it a shot, do it with Addison. It'd be a little tougher. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, between picks 17, 32, and 49, two of those three, in my estimation, need to be in the trenches. I don't care if it's two D linemen. I think it'd be weird if it was two O linemen. So if you have one of each, or two on the defensive side, awesome. Do what you want with the other pick. Have your fun. Go get your toy. Somebody's going to fall. Somebody's going to fall. It might be Porter. It might be Addison. It might be someone we're not really talking about anywhere near as much. And again, always feel the need to throw in this asterisk. Every single time I mention a positional preference, I'm suggesting it as a tiebreaker. I'm not suggesting that you take an inferior player at a certain slot. That's what trade downs are for. But address those trenches. Address them now. And to kind of stick with the underwear and socks theme, what do you put on first? You know, what matters the most? You can kind of live without the other stuff. It'll still probably end up getting you thrown in jail. But you need, you need the underwear and the socks. They are the foundation. the clothing franchise, if you will. You're not going to go anywhere as a football team if you're a mess in either trench. The Steelers aren't a mess anymore on the O-line, but they could still use something, especially if it's at left tackle. The Steelers aren't a mess really on the D-line, and they don't have to be one either in 2023 if they bring Larry Ogunjobi back, and I'll repeat that I really hope that they do. But man, imagine getting the next Cam, you know? You can turn your nose up at that concept, but Cam wasn't exactly an early first rounder himself. And Stefan Tuitt was a second rounder. You can pick him. You can pick him in this range. You can get players who are impact level on both trenches and when it's your turn behind the shopping cart go get your toy go just go right ahead and get it when we come back j1q this segment of daily shot is brought to you by the personal injury law firm of luxembourg Garbett kelly and george LGKG. they represent people who are hurt in car accidents who need help with workers comp who filed for medical malpractice claims the attorneys at lgkg have been keeping promises in our region for over 80 years learn more about them at lgkg.com or by calling 888-842-5454 and today's j1q comes from elwin who says it's it seems to you like everybody's forgetting about Calvin Austin III? It's like getting an extra draft pick. Uh, I'm not, Elwin. Uh, I I know that. Uh, There are players that I'll occasionally kind of set off to the side in my mind, especially, especially if we've never seen them play in an NFL game. That happened, you might recall, just a handful of years ago with Sanquez Golson, The corner who was taken in the second round didn't last a week. And Latrobe had a significant shoulder issue, didn't play, never, never became anything. So maybe that's part of why very few people, I agree with you, mention Austin. When you go through the wide receiver core in general, heck, nobody mentions Anthony Miller. The Steelers really like Anthony Miller. and They considered his loss for the entire season going back to last preseason. A big one. They really thought he was going to be part of what they were doing. Not in a Miles Boykin kind of way, but in a real way. He was going to be out there. So I'll I'll take your two receivers that everybody would talk about on every reference to the offense, of course being George Pickens and Deontay Johnson, and I'll throw in Austin. I'll throw in Miller. I'll throw in Steven Sims. Uh, I don't know what they're going to do with Gunnar Olszewski, but those guys are all kind of similar and once austin is healthy presuming that he is you're going to have 3 receivers that are kind of in that uh scat mold you know now all that said we don't know what austin can do in the league especially because of the nature of his injury being a foot that is a tough tough thing for a lot of athletes to overcome. And bearing in mind that Austin's greatest asset by a zillion miles is his foot speed, you just don't know. If he loses even a fraction of that in his return, he's just another guy. You know how when you see older players in the NFL, especially at the skill positions, especially at wide receiver and corner, when they lose even a little bit of their step, the way Joe Hayden did, for example, most recently, it puts you immediately onto another level and another tier, and I don't mean a good one. So what you'd want to see if you're the Steelers more than anything else, isn't just the clean bill of health, isn't just, yep, looks good. He's ready to go, go get him, kid. You want to see that that elite speed, that breakaway from the pack speed, that Austin showed in college, you want to see that that's quantifiable. You know, we make fun of all the the meat market stuff that goes on at the combine, but there's a reason for it, especially at certain positions. You want to see that someone's capable of doing something that most others can't. It doesn't mean that you know. I, I hear this a lot, especially during the combine. Why are they doing the 40 in a straight line? You don't see that in an actual game. Give me a real football player who can blah, 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 blah. You know what? In some positions, in some roles, you actually do have to do things that involve that specific skill. Austin won't be an exception, so I'm not inclined myself, as excited as I was about his drafting and you know the early indications of what he could bring to the offense, I'm not going to marry myself to any kind of uh, lofty prediction for this coming season for this young man until we know that he can be exactly what was drafted. We don't know that right now. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Steelers. We'll do another one of these tomorrow.